Hello, and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, in the previous episode, we talked a little bit about the Czech Republic, and I feel like it's fitting to transition to its neighbor and other half of the former Czechoslovakia, the country of Slovakia. I had a lot of amazing experiences there. A lot of it had to do with hockey because I went to the World Hockey Championship there. But as you'll find out, there are so many hidden gems in this Central European country. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What made me decide to go to Slovakia? Well, I did not have much knowledge when it came to the country besides hockey is pretty popular there. And I knew that the World Hockey Championship was being held. So in November of 2018, I decided to be spontaneous and buy some tickets to go watch the games. I did not book my vacation time yet. I just went the spur of the moment, bought my tickets, and worried about the rest later. I did end up buying four games, uh, three in one day, and then one in a different city. So in total, four games. I was in Slovakia for five days, so it was a lot to take in. Honestly, I did not know what to expect. I did a little bit of research, but not enough, or at least not compared to other countries that I've been to. I also did not realize that the flight would be so long. I flew from Halifax to Montreal, and then from Montreal all the way to Vienna. So in total, I think it was eight and a half hours travel time, which meant that I went through three movies and I wasn't even three quarters of the way there. But at this point, I was super excited about the possibilities that would be happening. When I first arrived in Bratislava, which is about 30 or 40 minute drive from the Vienna airport, I crossed this really beautiful bridge. It's called Most SMP, which was a unique name, I thought, but it had this really cool like UFO-looking building right beside it, and I guess it's an observatory. I did not have a chance to go there, but from what I've read now, after visiting, it's like a 360 view. You can look at all of Bratislava from the top. When I did arrive at my stop, I was pretty lost, to be honest. I was meeting up with my friend Christina. Uh, She was letting me stay with her and her boyfriend for a few days during the championship. So during my little adventure waiting for her, I ended up finding this cool little kiosk which had the World Hockey Championship on it. And when you walked in, it kind of told a little bit about each country being represented and a little bit about Bratislava so it was cool to do my homework on it. Now when we met up she took me to this really cool traditional restaurant and I'm sorry if I'm going to butcher this name of the food but it was Brinzovi Haluski which is a Slovakian traditional meal which is potato dumplings with sheep cheese and bacon bits on it. And I also had kofola, which is similar to Coca-Cola, but a Slovakian brand. 
to my knowledge, it's the most popular soft drink in Slovakia. And out of all the countries that I've been to, out of all the food I've tried in my lifetime, the Haluski was the best I've ever had. The taste was so good and it was so filling. I thought I would just destroy the plate, but I only ate about three quarters and I was so full. I wanted to finish it, but I felt like I would explode. The one thing that really surprised me was the food in Slovakia. I tried this, of course, but I also tried Marlenka, which is like a, it's like a honey cake or a honey dessert. And it was so sweet, but it was so tasty. In Bratislava, we also went to this restaurant a couple days later. Uh, it was like a like KGB style restaurant. And it was just so, so interesting. I had schnitzel there, actually, which is kind of funny. But overall, just the experience there, it had so much culture, which was so cool to me. From there, like so we, we walked around Old Town, which was super beautiful. Uh, there were just so many amazing places in Bratislava. It really took me by surprise. I did not know a single thing about Bratislava or Slovakia going there other than, of course, the hockey. And I was pleasantly surprised. People seemed to be generally nice. I had a great time with uh, Christina and her boyfriend, Matus. To be able to meet those two and to spend time with them was really, really great. Uh, although the first day, it was a short stop. Like, we had our food, we walked a little bit of Old Town, but I had to find my way to Preshoff because that night I was supposed to spend my first night at the Airbnb. And I asked, you know, how can I get there? Like, is there a bus or train or anything? And we looked it up and the trains did not leave in time. Bus would take way, way too long. So she suggested this app called Blah Blah Car. And I'm thinking, okay, what is this? And she said, it's a, it's a ride share app. So essentially like the driver will post on this app and say, I'm going from Bratislava to Preshoff and I'm leaving at this time. So you can ask and say, Hey, can I ride with you? And you pay them like 10 euro, 15 euro, essentially you're helping pay for gas. So I thought, okay, well, it's honestly not ideal, but sure. So we were kind of looking through the different people and uh, we picked one guy who was leaving like in 20 minutes and it would take 20 minutes to get there. So Christina called the cab, essentially threw me in there and said, get there as quick as you can. And I arrived at the spot and looked around, saw the guy waving. I walk over and he says, hi, I'm Marcel. Like, nice to meet you. I'm Thomas. And there's a couple of other people traveling with us. Well, to be completely honest, again, this was one of the best decisions I made because after four and a half hours of driving across Slovakia, I got to know Marcel very well. He got to know me so well. And I definitely made a really good friend. By the time we arrived, we were both tired. He dropped me off at where I was staying at the Airbnb. 
of course, we exchange information. And even today, we stay in touch at least every second day. So I finally get into the Airbnb and meet the two hosts, Peter and Kika. Now, Peter actually has Canadian ties. He lived in Canada for a lot of his life before going back to Europe to work. And, of course, now he's living in his uh, native land of Slovakia. It was really cool to connect that way, where he had Canadian experiences. It was just so nice to have this conversation after a long drive and get to really connect with them. Over the next couple of days, we would only see each other essentially in the morning and at night because I would be going to hockey games. So even though it was short conversation, we really became friends. And again, I still stay in contact with them. They say, hey, whenever you're back again, we'd love to show you more. So I really appreciate that. My experiences with Preshoff and Koshitse really did revolve around the World Hockey Championship. In Koshitse, that's where Canada, like Team Canada, was playing. And I really wanted to get tickets for Canada versus Finland. It was the first game of the tournament. And I thought, I really wanted to get them, but they were sold out so quick. But I thought, well, maybe I'll go to the ticket booth and see if there was any like returns or something. They ended up having tickets. They were a little bit expensive, but I said, you know what? I'm here. I'm walking around Koshitse anyways. I was going to find like a pub and watch the game anyways. Screw it. This could be once in a lifetime. Let's do it. So I ended up going in, watching the game. and There were so many Finnish fans. Oh my God. <laughs> I would say half the fans were Finnish. The other half were Slovakian, and then maybe a handful of Canadian fans, including me. It was just such a surreal experience to see these professional players in front of me, and also to be able to interact with people from multiple countries of the world. I bumped into one guy from Finland, and we had a really good conversation And I was joking. I said, so who's going to win? And he said, Finland, of course. I said, nah, no way. Finland ended up beating Canada. And then they beat Canada again in the finals. So I was thinking, ah, maybe that guy was right. Now, the second day I was in Preshoff, it was actually my last day because I was heading to Koshitse for the hockey and then from there, immediately after the game, I had to catch like the last possible train back to Bratislava. But before I left, I had a chance to spend some time with Peter and Kika. And they were actually the ones who introduced me to Marlenka. But there is a tale to this cake, uh, which is years ago, there was a family on the brink of homelessness, and they needed to make money. So they created this cake, and it had such high demand that it became famous and pulled their family out of poverty, which is really cool. It's really interesting how the origins of some of these foods, how they come around, right? Most people just kind of see the food, eat the food, but it's nice to kind of know the backstory and be like, huh, you know, a family really put their dedication into this and it helped them in the long run. As I was sitting there uh, eating Marlenka, 
had some tea with honey in it as well. Uh, I had a chance to talk with uh, Peter and Kika to, again, get to know them better. And they both are just such amazing people. They do so much volunteer work. Peter at the time was helping to make a bike path, and Kika was teaching kids about recycling. Words can't describe the gratefulness uh, of them opening up their home to me, and they really taught me a lot, not only by hosting me, but by showing what the type of people they are. They have so many projects on the go, and even now they just recently moved to Koshitse, and that's a whole other project for themselves. So I wish them the best, and hopefully they can get settled in and start the next chapter of their life. Now, I was late to the Denmark game. Denmark was playing France. As soon as I arrived, Denmark scored, and I was super excited because, as you may know, I'm a huge fan of the Nordic countries. The game ended up going to overtime, and Denmark won in a shootout. And it was so cool to see that these fans have their own chant uh, for their country. Of course, when their country scores, they go crazy. So it was kind of fun being in that atmosphere. After that game, there was a chance to go see Great Britain versus Germany. And I was hemming and hawing about it. I thought I could catch the train now and make it back to Bratislava in a decent time. Or I can try to get into the Great Britain game and see them play at the top stage for the first time in a lot of years. I think 25 years, if not mistaken. So I was thinking, you know what? I might try to sell the tickets first, and then, if not, I'll go to the game. Well, I met up with another guy. His name was Peter as well. And he was from Slovakia, but he's living in Germany. And so we kind of were talking a little bit. I got to know him, and actually, he had a lot of information about the history of Slovakian hockey. There are a lot of hockey players from Slovakia that will go to the city of Trenson. They could avoid doing service time in the military, which that doesn't happen in Canada. Like, There's no mandatory service time. There are in a lot of European countries, so uh, to be able to avoid that, to try and pursue your dream of hockey... That's amazing. But not only this, he personally knows NHL winger Thomas Tatar. He's been to New York over 25 times, into Montreal, and essentially any team that Thomas has played on. And I was at first thinking, no way. But then he took out his phone and he showed pictures of him and Tatar just hanging out. And I thought, man this is so cool. Like, that's unbelievable. And he said he had a chance to get to know a lot of the other guys, like other big hockey players from Slovakia through Tomas. So must be nice to have connections. Now, when I went to the hockey game, it was cool again to see the Great Britain on the ice. And I got to see maybe 10 minutes of the game. But I thought, you know what? I should really try my best to catch the next train back to Bratislava. So I left the game. Uh, I was sad to do that. I've never left a game early in my life. So that was a first, and I was so heartbroken. Quickly made it to the train station, bought myself some snacks, and 
first-class ticket to Bratislava. Now, the train ride was just spectacular. I never knew how mountainous Slovakia is, and especially in the center of Slovakia, the high Tatras. I had to start deleting pictures off my phone so I can get as many pictures as I could of this journey. Marcel and Peter and Kika, they all said, next time you come back to Slovakia, you need to go there because it is just stunning views and the nature is so amazing there. So if you have a chance to go to Slovakia, I highly recommend there. Uh, I arrived in Bratislava at 10 p.m., which, I mean, was not too bad considering, but I was getting there as the final games were ending in Bratislava, so there were quite a few drunk people out and about. As soon as I came home, I got to the apartment, and it just started to downpour rain and thunder, and I thought, oh man, I'm so lucky to make it back in time. And that's the night I got to meet Matus for the first time and their two friends who were also there watching some hockey and just hanging out. That day alone was just so cool to be able to spend quality time with these people and enjoy some good hockey along the way. It was it was really, really amazing. Now, the next day was the busy day. I had three hockey games to go to. The first game was Russia versus Austria, and I figured that Russia would thump Austria, and they did. Their fans were so into it. The Russian fans were very passionate, and same with the Swedish fans in the second game. They were very passionate as they beat Italy uh, 8 nothing. I think the score was. But between games, you had to leave the stadium and then scan your ticket to go back into the stadium And as soon as they left that Sweden game, the Latvians showed up. And there were a lot of them. I knew that the Latvians traveled well, but this was ridiculous. There were people with huge drums. There were people with huge flags. They were chanting Latvia, Latvia, throughout the whole entire outside of the arena. And then the Swiss came, and they had the costumes. People were dressed up in the lederhosen. There were people dressed up as cows, and I got a group picture with this group, which was truly amazing. I bought a full-day pass, so I was sitting beside the same people each game. The two guys, they were both from Latvia, and we didn't really talk the first two games. But then the third game came, and of course, this is the Latvia game. And the first thing he said, this is what I've been waiting for. And I said, yeah, I bet you have been. And he introduced himself and his father. He currently lives in the UK, but his father is from Latvia. And he decided to take him to the hockey championships, which I thought was really sweet. And even before the game started, you had the Latvian fans going crazy. They had the drums going. They had their chants. They had these huge flags going back and forth. And the Swiss were just as competitive. They had their chants. They were having their flags going back and forth. And when they announced the teams coming onto the ice, like when Latvia came onto the ice, the Latvians went nuts. And the Swiss came onto the ice, the Swiss went nuts. And during the game, it was just back and forth banter. Latvia, Latvia. And of course, I was cheering for Latvia. I 
thought it was just so cool. And I learned their chant, Saro, which is like, try hard. I was so happy that Latvia scored in the game because this is a memory I will not forget. I turned to uh, Chris, this is his name, and he's just freaking out. Give him a high five. My hand still hurts to this day from that high five, but it was such an exciting time. After the game, too, when I left, uh, there was a guy, a Latvian fan, with a drum, and I ran over and I was yelling, Latvia! Latvia, and he was drumming along to it. It was just super cool, honestly. But even taking the bus back to Christina's house, I met a guy from Italy, and he was there watching hockey for the first time. It was just, I'm pretty sure I met one person from like every country that was represented in this tournament. That's what made it so amazing, that you can bring 16 countries represented by their athletes and their fans into two host cities. It was just such a great experience. And now I'm hooked. I was thinking about going to the one in Switzerland this year, but it got canceled. Uh, Next year is actually in Latvia and Belarus. So definitely looking forward to that. But getting back into the actual topic of Slovakia, the hockey kind of took over quite a bit. But that's, again, one of the main reasons why I went to Slovakia. I had a chance to go see the Bratislava Castle, which overlooks the whole city. When I was up there, uh, Christina told me that if you look west, you can literally see Austria. Like the border is that close. So essentially, you can throw a rock and hit another country. I think one of the funniest moments in Slovakia was kind of like an inside story or inside joke. One day I went to one of the family restaurants here back home and had my classic clubhouse sandwich. And I sent a picture to Christina and she said, oh my God, that looks so good. And I joked and said, hey, I'll make one for you when I come to Slovakia. Well, I'm a man of my promises. So when I arrived there, after all the hockey's over, I had a day or two just to explore. And I said, okay, I'll go to the grocery store. I'll get the ingredients. Let's do this. So me and her boyfriend, Matus, went to this grocery store, got all the ingredients. This is the first time it was just me and him kind of talking and hanging out. And he's a really cool guy. And I'm really glad to meet him. Uh, And he helped me out a lot. In fact, he did most of the cooking. I did most of the instructions, I guess. But I did flip the bacon. So I had my part involved with this. I almost forgot the cheese on the clubhouse sandwich. Uh, I had the grand reveal. And that's when they said, where's the cheese? It was a test. And you passed as I slowly walked backwards to grab the cheese and put it on. But It was actually pretty good. It was not exactly the same as what it is here, but I think they enjoyed it. And eventually they found a restaurant that serves clubhouse sandwiches so they can get their fix. Overall, it was truly spectacular to go to a country when you know nothing about it. They're passionate about hockey. That's all I knew. To be able to talk with the people there and to meet new friends. Christina, Matos, you two are amazing. And thank you so much for letting me stay with you. And the same can go with Peter and Kika in Preshoff. Thank you so much for everything that you did. 
for the hospitality with Marcel, for him driving me from one side of the country to the other. And even at the end of the trip, I was flying from Germany to Vienna, but I did not have a place to stay that night. And he said, take the bus to Bratislava. You can stay with me for the night. And although I got to spend the four and a half hours with him on the drive and the night before I flew home, we did not take a proper picture together. So I promised him as soon as I come back, that's the first thing we're going to do. We're going to get a picture together. That's not a screenshot of a video I took of the both of us. And I'm so excited to go back. When I go back, he said that he'd take me to High Tatras to go to the top of the mountains, to explore the nature, because Slovakia is full of nature and full of hidden surprises. And for that, it stole part of my heart. I really can't wait to go back again. The food there is to die for. It is like the hidden gem in the middle of Europe. Now, for some advice traveling to Slovakia, personally, I thought things would be cheap there. And they were. They were cheaper, but... I would say overall it would be about average, like average price. Again, they use the euro as well, so the euro kicks the crap out of the Canadian dollar. But everything, for the most part, was pretty smooth. The transit system was really good there. Groceries, like food, was not too expensive. And I would suggest going in the summertime because, again, the nature there, that's their thing. They go and explore. They go to the mountains They go to the forest with their four-wheelers and their quads. They're a country where they enjoy the outdoors. And they have all the right to brag about the outdoors and just the natural beauty there. Unfortunately, we're all out of time for today. I know this episode's kind of been all over the place, and I really try to incorporate as much as the country along with the memories of the hockey, but... I highly recommend Slovakia. I really do. Again, thank you so much to everybody that helped me along the way. You don't know how much it means to me. This is Thomas signing off for today. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.